Hello, everybody. This is Barry Feeker, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. You're listening to Our Community, Our Mission, on February the 8th of 2022. Good morning, Marion Crable. Good morning, Barry. Yeah, you, you, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about weather, but the weather's awfully good for oh February goodness. in Kansas, isn't it's it? It's beautiful. I was just kind of looking out the windows here going, it is a gorgeous almost spring-like day. It really is. It's just, it's just gorgeous out there and uh, doesn't stop hunger and homelessness. And it makes it easier to reach people. It does. It, it does. Really does. And it makes it easier for the folks that are living outside. It does. You know, that they're not quite as exposed mm-hmm. to the harsh stuff that yeah. we've been having. But it sounds like it's going to get colder again later in the week. So mm-hmm. they'll have to be prepared Still again. Still not quite like it was maybe a week and a half ago no. where it was really down oh, there. Yeah, So we're, we're grateful for that. Uh, looks like the forecast is not that bad going forward in the foreseeable future compared yeah. to what it, but we do have a lot of drought and we have some yeah. fires that maybe central Kansas is really looking at could be very serious. You know, that's the thing. You know, when we, when we hope that we don't have certain things, there are consequences to that mm-hmm. because with the snow comes moisture. Right. Farmers need moisture. We need moisture. You know, so it's, it's just a complicated kind of thing that you need to, sure is, yeah. you don't know exactly how to pray because yeah, you know yeah. we need things, but we know then that people are outside suffering. So that's right. Yeah. Um, it's so, difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. So people still need housing. And one of yes. the things, uh, matter of fact, this Friday, uh, again, this is January the 8th. So this Friday, uh, I'm going to have Misty Boss Hastings on the Daniel Norwood show at one o'clock talking oh, about a rehousing program. Oh, that's and wonderful. So I'm excited about that because, yeah. uh, Miriam, you oversee, uh, the several departments, but one is our rehousing program yes. with Misty, who's the director of that. Talk a little bit about what that's done. Well, you know, <clears throat> to me, that program is special in so many ways. Number one, it is helping to find people housing, right? Which is sometimes challenging when you don't have a lot of money or you have other challenges or maybe you've had evictions. It can be very difficult. And so it's wonderful that we have a whole team, excuse me, that's focused on that. However, to me, the best part of this program is, is we don't just put people in housing and leave them, Right. right? These are folks that maybe have not been successful in housing or haven't been in housing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And the special thing about our team is they walk alongside those folks mm-hmm. for at least a year. Yeah. They're making contact with them on a weekly or biweekly or monthly, whatever folks need. They're really making sure that they're there for them, mm-hmm. helping them not become discouraged or fall out of housing. Because mm-hmm. that's what we don't want to have happen that's is right. that they end up falling out of housing and coming back to stay with us. Not or that we don't the love streets, them or, or go, go to the streets, the streets. or worse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So this team really works hard, not just with the folks that they're helping to find housing, but also with the landlords to try to help landlords have a different level of confidence Mm -hmm. in serving folks that sometimes aren't the easiest to serve, Mm -hmm. you know, but Mm -hmm. to be there as an additional support and as additional contact um, when things maybe aren't going as well as uh, they want them to. They know they can call our team and our team will try to help the folks we've helped. be successful in housing. You mentioned uh, not always the easiest to serve, and there's reasons for that. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of brokenness here. Absolutely. And so to understand brokenness and why, what's happened in someone's life, what are those trauma factors? Sure. And as we're learning more and more about the why, yeah. it helps us in the now. Right. Uh, to help people have a better future as we learn and understand the Absolutely. why. And, well, and the other thing that we're doing is when we're placing people in housing, which sounds great to all of us who that's our normal. 
we are also removing them from what has been their community. That's right. And so now folks are alone in a different kind of way mm-hmm. and feeling a little bit lost. They don't have their community around and them. Sometimes that community is a toxic community. It is. And they need to get out of that community. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But so helping them build a new community for themselves. With relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think we just can never, ever stress relationship enough. No, we can't. So the, the rehousing team yeah. not only finds a housing, yes. they uh, develop a relationship with the people, they yes. do follow-up and case management and so forth, and we, we're looking to grow that even further. Absolutely. Now, how many, uh, approximately, how many households were re- rehoused in 2021? In 2021, we rehoused 110 households, which is about 150 people. That's huge. So men, women, and then families as Those well. Those are people who were homeless. Yes. And are, are not homeless right now. Yes. And the success rate of people retaining their housing is about... Uh, 99%? I was going to say over 98% successful in remaining in housing for a year plus. That's awesome. And if we can just grow that, I think that we found a a key here. Now, one of the things your rehousing program does is work with what we call good landlords. Absolutely. (laughs) You got to have good landlords, right? (laughs) Right. And and not to say that they're bad landlords, but there are. Um, (laughs) There really are some people that are not good landlords. Maybe they don't know how to be. Maybe they don't want to be. We don't want people to go into those situations in bad neighborhoods where you have landlords that really don't care. Right. And so when we find people who care, you know, we're pretty excited. (laughs) And there are a lot of great landlords in this community, and we're learning more and more about them. But Misty uh, contacted me a number of months ago about this couple Uh uh, from the Philippines that were here. And you said, you got to meet them. You just got to meet them. (laughs) And so uh, I said, okay, well, if Misty recommends something, I'm going to do it. And so um, uh, they're landlords here in Topeka, Kansas. And um, you and I met with them here a while back, and we had one of the most delightful meetings that we ever could imagine. It was so remarkably uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, so we have them as guests here on our community, our mission today. It's Redden and Dina Halohas. Help me. There we go. Okay. Well, that's close. I didn't say jalapeno. Okay. So anyway, so, hey, welcome to our community, our mission this morning, both of you. Thank you, Barry. Yeah, mm. so, Good morning and thank you for having us. Oh, you're so welcome. So um, I announced that you formerly are the Philippines. You're here in Topeka, Kansas. So let's let's start there. How did you get to Topeka, Kansas from the Philippines? And then we'll talk about what you're doing here. Yes, uh, that's a long story. But uh, first of all, um, thank you for having us here. Yes, um, I got to mention when just called me about the podcast and um, I said, great, we're going to be there. But I don't know what I said, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> so when I get home, I talk to my wife and my daughter in the, over the, over dinner like, hey, we're get invited for a podcast for, um, for Topeka Rescue Mission. What are we going to do? We we probably don't want to do it because we don't know what to say. <laughs> and then we can we can talk about like what are we gonna say? You're like okay. And then and then for some reason we found out that uh, we 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 are asking like okay, give us guidance for this. We get give a sign what we gonna do because uh, this is new to us. We probably freeze over there. We don't know what to do. But um, you're doing great. Yeah. But the guidance uh, we 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 get the sign that okay, we're gonna go there. We know our purpose there. We're gonna spread kindness. We, this is mm-hmm. what we're gonna do. We're gonna glorify the Lord. It's not us. It's doing this. It's it's the Lord doing this. So by that, um, I, by that thinking, we cleared our mind that 
we cannot wait to go to the podcast because <laughs> we want to we want to spread the lord uh, we want to spread the word of kindness to other landlord out there that oh, hey sure. um, here's a landlord here that uh, we feel great we feel um, we feel blessed what we do we don't you really don't need to follow the money you just need to follow how to help our community mm-hmm. because um, because it's not always Okay, if not always uh, good when you follow the money. When you follow the money, you become greedy. Once you become greedy, you will not see how the humanity needs your help. Mm-hmm. So now, when, once we see that, and then like, okay, I talk to my wife, like, yep, we know what to do. We're just gonna spread the, the kindness. We're just gonna. Hopefully, there's people uh, listening there that will um, that will be inspired by our story. That they will do the same way we do. If they need help call us because we got experience dealing with helping people we might be able to guide them how to do it without looking for too much money well, and that's it. what we've experienced in our conversations with you and we've already seen it in practice but, but you didn't start out in Topeka you started out in the Philippines yes t- yes t- tell us about your Philippine journey and what you <laughs> learned you, you learned there and you and, and you came over here how yes come? yes um, um, I'm born in 1973 in the Philippines and uh, in a house where you know there's no running water no electricity Um, both parents are high school dropouts. They did not finish. Um, my dad told me that I don't know why you guys stayed in school. I did not. I don't. I hate school. So he dropped out. My mom dropped out. So um, my mom survived us by selling food on the street. We don't have a. We don't have a um, restaurant. Um, so my dad just helped chopping the onions and and uh, spices to help my mom sell the food. So. Um, um, I I saw <clears throat> poverty in front of me, and I know I'm not gonna do that. I, you know, we got five, our family have five, including my mom and dad. So seven, so it's a long table where there's not a lot of food. So my mom, I'm glad that my mom decided to sell food on the street. So we have leftovers, and mm. so if we have extra money. So um, fast forward, I graduated college um, by the um, uh, scholarship. So I graduated college as civil engineering. I I I did my best to be one of the best in the class. So I graduated cum laude wow, in, in, in civil engineering. But uh, it it propels me to get more opportunity because of that. I stayed in school. So and then I met my wife in Philippines. I met my wife Dina, and then uh, we come together. Um, she's my boss in my job, and they're like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> She uh, my wife's sister married an American, uh, and then. Uh, Fortunately, I think it's destiny that 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 American uh, person, Larry Atley, um, is ha- uh, have a construction company. Mm-hmm. So she uh, he able to sponsor us as a as a foreign worker here in America. So like okay, so that's why I got civil engineering because of the opportunity that I might be able to go to America. So when I came here, we started in uh, Raymore, Missouri. So. Mm-hmm. Um, We live in her and his basement, and then uh, when two families in one household, it's mm-hmm. you know hot water might not be enough because less I got for, a two-year-old. Less, less for a while. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I got two-year-old, so I we have to move out, and then uh, we got to get our own place, and then um, we found an apartment. It's not, it's it's big enough for us. Uh, we did not know that uh, we need a deposit and a one-month rent, so it's a four hundred dollars. So they need eight hundred for us to move in. And we only have four hundred dollars in our bank account, so we pleaded like, "Hey, let us!" And then the manager called the uh, the landlords like, "Hey, got a Mexican-looking people here with 
pregnant wife with a two-year-old son and a husband that promised to work. Uh, he's working and, and uh, they, I think they can pay the rent, but the only thing, they only $400. But the landlord uh, let us in. So oh. I said like, oh, okay. So there's good people out there that let us in even though um, it's just words for us that say, hey, we, we will pay you when we, we will have work. So after that, fast forward, we, we learned that, okay, uh, we did not know that we can be a landlord in the future. So um, I work as a, as a civil engineer, and then we the company slows down, so I have to find another work. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I work for, for myself because I cannot find any jobs, so I paint houses, I do um, um, plumbing, I do electrical, and then um, started in... Um, we started in Raymore, Missouri, out of uh, Belton, Missouri, because that's what we get our our uh, apartment. And then, um, and then our mentor is uh, is a established or accomplished um, real estate here in Topeka. Told me that uh, hey, there's an uh, is a motel that uh, for sale. Uh, I know the owner, and uh, I want to connect you with him and look at the motel if. If that's what you want, I like, okay. So when I look at the motel, I like, all right. So it's an old motel in mm-hmm. 24 Highway. That's mm-hmm. our first uh, um, re- real estate uh, acquisition. And then um, then we we got that motel, it rented it, and then, uh, and then after that, we turned it into an apartment. And that's what we started an apartment. So you've um, been through a lot of hard times, and you saw the ability to take advantage of education, um, generosity of others and, uh, and do whatever you could. I mean, when you, when you lose a particular income source, then you don't just sit around and, uh, wait for someone to come to you. And then you, know, you stepped out there and started painting houses and those kind of things. And so Dina, coming to Topeka, what's that been like? Oh, it, at first it's really hard. Like, you know, you're Living in a 10-unit apartment, so mm-hmm. there are tenants, and one of the, we're staying in one of the rooms. Yes. So we're four. So good thing that room have an attic, so the kids stay there. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they bump their yeah, <laughs> w- w- Was this place, I know the place you're talking about, at one time it was pretty run down. Mm-hmm. Um, when you came there, was it pretty run down still? Yeah, because yeah. what happened is, at first we cannot afford to buy that motel mm-hmm. but we tried to you know started we, we tried to uh, convince the owner like can we rent it for one year because we don't have money for a down payment mm-hmm. so what happened is like after a year that's a time we're able to buy that motel but we're staying there so we don't pay for our house mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we save a lot of money right. we don't pay our like the utilities so because it's part of the business in the motel. So I tried to save money so that we can buy that. So what, was your, what was your goal coming to Topeka to get into this place? Um, did you know you were going to be doing what you're doing now when you first came? No, no, we no. don't have any like any idea that we're going to have the, like a, call a property management company. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. don't. <laughs> it's just like we go with the flow. Uh-huh. Our main goal is to survive. Uh-huh. Very good. Yes, that's true. Uh I mean my me as a, as a dad and a husband, I want to pro- I have to provide mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that uh, you know, it hurts me if I saw my family 
struggling. Mm-hmm. But I know I have hard work. I know I can work really, really hard because even though I'm a civil engineer, I come from a very poor family. So I know I can survive with 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 really hard work so i know i can provide them so uh when once we get that apartment uh, uh motel in the beginning so it's you know pipes are exposed you know i know that uh, for the plumbing so when you take a shower you see the hot water and the cold water coming to your to your uh, to your showers because it's exposed but i know i can i can do better but we don't have any financial support because the bank says like ah oh, this is your first property we cannot give you the money so so that's so that's why we go into a owner finance so but uh, but the good thing is we got the property i provided a uh, uh, shelter for my for my family I know it's not the best but we stick together you know it's a very small area but we stick together I'm the one that uh, because we operated it as a motel in the beginning mm-hmm. so I wake up when people will want a room I wake mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. it's so hard to come back to sleep because they sometimes mm-hmm. bus in they will come sometimes look for a room for 12 o'clock at night 1 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. so I let them sleep I'll take over I'm mm-hmm. I'm the guy that will look up, see them and get their money and give them the key so it's kind of rough but i look at it as opportunity i i do not look at it as a hardship i like hey we're better now because we have our own place we can pay our bills and everything so, so you did it out of survival mode yes in order to have a place to live <laughs> to be able not to be on the streets right mm-hmm. okay. yes yeah. and uh and uh, you you got this place, and, mm-hmm. and again, I, I know a lot about that place over the years, and it, it's not been a great place, mm-hmm. and, and it's been pretty well torn up. So you go ahead and move in there. Yes. But you took your skills to try to f- start fixing it up, and you had a great person to work with to be mm-hmm. able to help you to uh, not have to pay for it all at once. Yes, To yes. buy it because you didn't have the capital to do that. Yes. Um, so fast forward today, how many properties do you have in Topeka? Yes, uh, we got 51 apartments. We got five buildings. Uh, uh, I will correct you that the beginning when you said that you use your skill. Oh, that's that's not my skill. It's given for me, and then I just took it and and guide me because every time I have a a, a very complicated repair to do, I don't know what to do. So I was just gonna sign, make a sign of the cross, and call. God that guide me. Okay. <laughs> so, your, your, source, so it's not, your source is the Lord. <laughs> yes, well, I, it's I, not. You know, I, I heard about another guy um, that had that same experience. I think his name was Noah. Oh. Um, and uh, he'd never really built a boat before, but uh, God gave him some instructions and he uh, was able to get her done after a while. Yes. So, uh, okay. So yeah. you're kind of like Noah. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, I'm glad that you mentioned Noah because we always... <laughs> We always think, me and my wife's like, I think when we're doing this 40-unit apartments that we are uh, doing brand new, I think we're doing it as a Noah's Ark. I'm like, yeah. Noah's Ark. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is a Noah's Ark. Because if you are homeless and desperate to have a housing, it's a jungle out there. Uh-huh. It's just, it's, it's, it's uncertainty. So we give them a sense of, of hope that, hey, we're building this new construction. Come on in. It's 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 hard when you make eight hundred dollars a month from your social security and you cannot find any place to go. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned that because um, a couple of days ago uh, there's a person that is very desperate to find a place. Um, I cannot mention her name because because if you guys get a mm-hmm. yeah yeah so <laughs> so yeah, we but, don't do that yes okay <laughs> so uh, she is homeless for a month and then she called me and it's like okay I did not know her so I said like yeah we got uh, one apartment and then uh, we have an appointment that to let her see the apartment 
she did not show up so because she don't have a ride so i like okay so uh i have another person that going to look at the apartment so like oh the other person like no i don't want it because uh, i have to pay the electricity i have to wait for your apartment that don't have electricity so oh, that you guys pay everything i like okay so we have another apartment anyway so post forward and then he showed up with one of our apartments and then she was there like oh okay uh so um Catholic charities wants to help uh, wants to help her so I called the Catholic charities like hey um, this person showed up um, are you guys gonna help her like we cannot help her because um, for a month to month um, we have to have him in a lease a year lease so I said like oh okay so while I'm talking she understood that I cannot let her in the apartment so she just walked away with a walker so and then like we're next to the highway and she just walked in the highway so i froze up i i i asked for forgiveness i don't know what i did i should have let her in the apartment right away so i it bothers me uh, that i let her move away and she's just in the um in the walker in next to the highway 24 and it's it's a fast uh, mm-hmm. it's 55 miles an hour there so uh, so i don't know what i did because i because I believe I'm still a human being that tries to follow God's footsteps, but it's difficult. So I, I have a person that I help to get his money to pay the rent. So I ask him, I like, if you are if you are me, what are you gonna do in that situation? It's like here then, um, you cannot put her in because she might not be able to move out. You're an apartment. You could have give her money to put in the motel. I like. Oh Lord, why did I not think about that? So I, I bring him to the apartment. I turn around and go to the to to see her in the in the uh, in the highway. So I still saw her, and then I turn around, and then she's gone. I like, oh, where she is? I like, oh, good, maybe a good Samaritan just pick her up because she's next to the highway. So I bothered with that. So I talked to my wife and my daughter, like, this is what happened today. I am so feel bad because we could have give her money and bring him to the hotel or put that in the car and bring to the to the motel so that she can she can have a place. And then the next day she called, like, every day and I'm still interested with the apartment. Like, oh my God, she says this she's still calling me. That's good. So I like um and you then had to, you had to go to bed feeling pretty bad. I said like, you? Oh yeah, that's I like, wow man. I, so what I did is she called in the morning, like, hey Rudan. I'm still interested in the apartment. Like, oh, okay. I know that she don't have a path to uh, apartment because uh, the organizations try to help him. Her um, needs um, a yearly lease. Uh-huh. But when I opened my my uh, my email the, the the day when she, when she called me very early in the morning, like six o'clock. So about <laughs> seven o'clock, I opened my email. Boom! The uh, the, the uh, Catholic charity said like, "Hey, Ren, I talked to the supervisor. We can do month to month." I like, "Oh my God!" Aww. So this is so. So I know there's a divine intervention. So I called. Yeah. Sh- I'm so excited. I called Shirley. I like Shirley. Uh, where are you at? Because I know you don't have a car. Uh, where are you at? I gonna see you because I gonna need your paperwork because uh, a Catholic charity said they can help you month to month. Like. Well, I don't know where I'm at. I'm in the park. I like in the park. I'm like, yeah, I'm in the park. Uh, um, uh, I don't have any place that I live in. I like. So you're homeless? I'm like, yeah, I've, I'm homeless. So where are you at? So she don't even know where she at. So like, okay, you have you have to tell me where you at because I have to pick you up. I have to get that paperwork from you. I'm like, well, I see a restaurant. I said like, oh, okay, I know that restaurant. So I came to her. I like, hey, come on in. So I. Put her in the car, 
all his boys like, hey, Riden, um, I smell a little bit bad because I didn't take a shower. I like, don't worry about that. Come on in. My car don't smell good anyway. So I, so I put her walker and everything. So I brought her to the apartment. We've never done this before. We don't let people come in. But before, but now we understood the situation. We let her in because I don't want her to be in the outside. But uh, the, the Catholic charities already promised me that they're going to process. I said like, hey, worst case scenario here, they cannot process it too good. She can have a place to stay for a while. Until we find her help, if the if the process will not go through, it's fine. I know, very, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so so we let her in. So and then I I I um, I, um, I, I email uh, to uh, Catholic churches like, hey, we put her in. We give her a bed. I have a trailer, so she don't have a bed. She just have a walker with a, a bunch of plastic bags. So I like, hey, it's it's nice. It's fine. We come in and. Just, she is so happy. She's so grateful. She looked at me in the eyes. She said, God bless your heart. You were doing this. I shook her hand. For some reason, I feel something that like, wow. I did not feel that when you shake somebody's hand that really, really grateful you give her a place. She said, put me in your apartment. She did not even see the apartment. I'm like, hey, oh, I got an apartment. You don't want to see it first if you like it? Like, no, I want that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I have a few minutes to talk to her. Like, how long have you been homeless? Like, one month. I'm like, so where you go? Like, she's looking for a stairs to hide mm-hmm. of the cold. Outside, yeah. Uh, so I know stairs in uh, some of the apartments upstairs. So mm-hmm. she hides there. I said, like, how can you sleep? I'm like, you're not. Because the cold will get the pain in your fingers and your toes. And this is the lady with a walker. Especially mm-hmm. with the walker. Mm-hmm. i like, oh. So I thought that I, you know, I missed the help when, when I let her just walk away. But when she called me and, and then all the help lined up with her, I said like, wow, I, I don't know. So there's no landlord there that pick up a person from the far agreement to the far twin, no lease agreement, just let her in there. And she is very grateful. And I told her like, this, this will be your forever home. And she is very happy. Marion, what does this say to you? Oh my goodness. So I'm, I'm almost overwhelmed um, with being able to speak. But it, all I can keep thinking about is, you know, you did something that you wished you hadn't. So you learned this lesson. And the amazing thing about it is, you know, because we learn, we all learn lessons every day, right? But not all of us then take action to correct or to put into place what we've learned. And that you have done that is just heartwarming. And yeah, Spreading um, some joy I, here. And it happened yesterday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yesterday. Just yesterday. See, okay. God is amazing. So, so Dina, um, you've got um, this is kind of like a family thing, right? It's not just your husband going out and rescuing people from the streets <laughs> and uh, having forever homes. What's it like to be married to this guy? Oh, at first, it's, it's not. I think he become a better person. It's uh-huh. not like, well, 10 years ago, like, he's already, like, kind like to help homeless no our our goal that time was just to survive we have to take care of our family right. we don't take care or we don't think about the others like mm. we have to think of ourselves first we're, mm-hmm. we're kind of self- yeah right. we, we're kind of selfish because well. yeah but now i don't know what happened but i <laughs> but i prayed for him like uh-huh. god lord please enlighten him <laughs> <laughs> 
because he's the frontliner. <laughs> so, so, so you said when you came on the program, you wanted to spread joy to yes. other landlords. And, and that's really what I'm seeing here is this, you guys are so joyful. I know when Mary and I met with you the first time, we were just like, oh my gosh. You know, yeah. and I talked to some other people in the community and uh, just said, you got to meet these folks. And um, you're just, you're just kind of happy all the time um, in some hard places. And so it, it sounds like as you have learned some things, um, first of all, how to survive, but then overcome just surviving to help other people who are trying to survive to be able to have a place to be, but it's not just a home with a roof over its head, it's relationship. Yes. Talk about what you've learned in relationship and how important that is here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Talking about the uh, relationship, um, some of the residents call me brother. Um, I, I have an experience that's um, really hard about that because this one residents called me brother before. And as a, as a landlord, I want to, I want to make sure that you know I'm not too close to them so that they will not gonna abuse my rules and regulation and like hey we're friends with the landlord I can do whatever I want to do now so so that's a very hard lesson for me because he called me a, a, a brother so I when he's texting like hey brother I got your rent you know come over like hey what's up brother like so I did not call him brother too I said like oh yeah I don't want to be too close to this guy I did not know that he's suffering from um, depression, depression. Mm-hmm. and he came and he killed, he killed himself. I like so I feel really bad. Like I could have been that brother that he's looking for. Uh, he's a single dad. Um, he's divorced, uh, and then um, he called me brother. And then so I learned from that experience. I said like you know what, if somebody will call me brother, I have to call him brother too. And even, then, even even brothers sometimes have to tell little brothers what they yes. can, can't do. Yes. <laughs> so and then, then now there's there's another residence that's called me brother. So I call him brother too. I'm like, hey brother. So so I learned from that experience that I know they have they have to look for a family. Kinda yeah. even yeah. though in a landlord. Yeah, even though a landlord, they can call you brother, they can call you friend. I like, hey, I have to be I have to be close to them because you never know you're that the only person that they call you brother, and you're the only person that close to them that that cares about them. Because no, if you are just getting their money, they're not gonna call you brother. <laughs> so, so it's a relationship for me because some some residents don't have a way of getting their money. They're not a way of getting their groceries. Mm-hmm. So I offer my help. I said like, hey, let me know when you need help, uh, a car to bring you somewhere. If I'm not too busy, I'll bring you there. So if they have a, a medical emergency, they call me. I will bring them to the hospital. So I'm not only looking them as as my residents. I look them as a you know it's a family that if you need if you cannot pay your rent, let me know. I might be able to find help for you. So, and it's exactly what I was talking about before. It's this opportunity for them to be in a community again. And you and Dina are providing community for them, um, as well as a place to live. And I think that that is just so key. It's so heartwarming to hear that, you know, and what it must mean to the folks that yeah. um, are in those communities with you. It's just, it's incredible. It's, it's like your extension of the rescue mission. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. We, we, yes. We did a lot of brother-sister stuff around here uh-huh. and, and, and trying to help people from really, really hard places, set some structure, but give them an opportunity to be able to do something. While this is not a permanent home, mm-hmm. it's like we have a place now that yeah. we can refer people to that potentially can have a permanent home that just don't have a roof over their head, but they have a relationship 
So you've expanded uh, beyond the original um, facility, the, the apartment on 24 Highway. Yes. And, and everything that you have currently is over on the north side of Topeka, which is kind of cool for the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, So how many properties are you um, – taking care of right now? Right now, we got uh, five buildings. We got uh, one building that's 10-unit apartment. We got a uh, 16-unit apartment. We got um, a 12-unit apartment. We got another 10 and another triplex. Uh, we got 51. So, 51 uh, yeah, if I look at it as a work, then I will be overwhelmed. But I look at this as a service. Every time I woke up in the morning, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do service today. I'm not saying I'm going to go work. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if you go work, you will, you're going to be overwhelmed and you're going to be so tired. But if you think about service, like, okay, what the, what I going to do service today? Unclog their bathroom. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. And then uh, if, if, uh, when I exterminate, I will tell you that I'm exterminating the place for cockroaches because the people bring, bring some old appliances that mm-hmm. they don't know that there are some cockroaches inside. And then they spread to my apartment. It's like, okay, I, I got it. I got it. So I, I clean it up. And then, uh, and then when people, when I come to their apartment, it's like, hey, Dan, why are you here? Can you unclog my sink? I'm like, sure. So I gotta get, I gotta unclog the sink. And then, I'm so happy that every time I have a job, it's done quickly. And that's not me. I know, I know that God gave me um, tremendous responsibility. I know he's not going to make my life misery. I know that he will still give me time to, to give time for myself and my family. When I go home every end of the day, I'm happy. I'm tired, but I'm happy because it's... it's um. It's rewarding uh, if there are some landlords out there. I know it's tough to deal with residents that sometimes yell at you and call you names. It's fine because uh, we're here to serve. So if you can, you can see past that, um, um, pay the bills and increase your rent because everybody's increasing the rent. Uh, increase your rent because the utilities are increasing. If you can see past that, that you will say, hey, I want to serve my community. I want to serve the people that nobody wants to serve. The only the bad thing about um, um, housing market in Topeka is I know there's a problem because we have some homelessness. We have some people that we're helping. It's never stop. So the the main problem is um, the housing market is um, um, controlled, not controlled, but is um, it's it's taken. Uh, much of the percentage is from the corporation coming from out of state and the taxpayers' money. Um, when you go to taxpayers' money, we're helping housing. They have some rules, a lot of rules and regulation. You have to make this, you have to make that. If you make more, then you have to go somewhere else because you're, this is for low-income housing. If you don't make money, you lined up for a very five years, ten years, or hoping that somebody died so that you can come in. So it, a waiting, waiting list, yeah. It's a waiting yeah. list. So, so in between, there's nobody's serving that in between. The in between, what I said is a person that can help what is really needed in the community. If you make $800 from your social security income, you should have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. You should. Mm-hmm. You should like, if the rent is 450 and you make, you make 800, that's more than half of your income. It should, you should not be disqualified because you supposedly... By national standard, not more than a third of your income goes to the rent. Otherwise, you go hungry. That's not right. That's correct. Yeah. That's not right. So making a way 
where in many cases there's no way unless you're on a waiting list for public assistance housing, which is way back, you know, year, two, three waiting list. What do you mm-hmm. do in the meantime? Yeah. Yes. So you um, you got these five properties. You got the 51 units. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you have a goal of doing something new and, and different. What What's that? Yes, because um, uh, me and my wife is, uh, my wife is like, okay, what are you still excited about? I'm like, hey, we, mm-hmm. we provide housing. But looks like we ran out of old apartments to buy. Um, Heritage Bank is very, very, very friendly with us. Uh, some of the other um, um, uh, people said like they um, Heritage Bank is uh, is um, spoiling you guys. <laughs> Looks like every time I you... I think Heritage Bank needs uh, an award. Uh, I think Heritage uh, really do. Call it spoil your what, but thank you Heritage Bank for yeah. what you're doing investing in this place. Yeah, Heritage Bank is just... Um, um, they are they are very helpful to 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 the community because uh, they look at us as character lending. They look they don't look as like how much money you got and everything. So we are very <laughs> thankful to them. So they said like, hey, Orden, find some more apartments you can buy, but you know only up to this five hundred thousand dollars to buy. Uh, uh, if there's an, an older apartments that uh, worth five hundred thousand dollars, you you can buy it by using your equity for other apartments. I like. Lord have mercy, because this is what is designed for. You know, we bought the property, yeah. we keep it, and then it it uh, um, creates uh, equity, and we can use that equity to buy more properties. Yeah, exactly. but the problem is, there's no more properties to buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why you're, you're we're planning to build the 40 unit apartment. That's the, yeah. that's the that's why. The so we uh-huh. have to follow what is we believe that our purpose. We need to provide more housing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is the way we can say, okay, I'm a civil engineer. My wife is an industrial engineer. I think we can, I think we can handle new construction because yeah. we we know how to do this. <laughs> we know how to do this. So uh, God is not giving us the skills just for nothing. This is for service. So any landlord out there listening to this podcast, I want to encourage you guys to look beyond the work. Just think about service. When you think about service. Trust me, it's more rewarding. It's more happier because you are not following the money. You're following what is given to you as to serve the community. That's and, and that's fantastic. But still, you need some money and, yes. and to build this forty <laughs> unit because you've you've rehabbed all the old ones mm-hmm. uh, that you can are rehabbable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, but you want to build a new one, forty more units mm-hmm. to be brand new. Mm-hmm. What's that thing going to cost? We are archive, We collaborate with the architect. We collaborate with some of the uh, local um, uh, construction companies, and and they they think that it can be done with one million dollars. One million dollars. One million only one million dollars. Only only one. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, it's not too much. It's yeah. not too much. It's not too much for uh, for what that's going to get. That's yeah. what and what that's going to do. Yes, and and the value of a brand new place to be able not have to go in and fix plumbing every other day, right? Yes, yes. to be able to do that. I mean that it, and and you guys. Marion, they've already proven themselves. I know. This isn't a pipe dream thing. Hey, we want to come in and help the homeless. Yeah. We want to help the broken uh, ladies who live in under stairwells in a, uh-huh. a walker, get them out of the weather. Uh, we want to have forever home. Yes. This is a game changer. This isn't is it? a game changer. This is a game changer for many people um, and absolutely needs to happen. And I just think it will. You know, as I listen to you, the Lord is just blessing you because of your hearts. You know, because of what you're willing to do and that you listen to him, even if it's about fixing the plumbing, you listen to him. (laughs) Right. I mean, and I think you are you are you are finding success because of that. 
you know, because you reflect and you reflect Jesus to all of the people that come and stay with you. That's true. I know there's not all success. There's some setbacks, but we take it as we will, God will not give us a a misery when we're doing service. You know, we know that we can handle all these setbacks because these setbacks are just part for you to learn. So when when we have that experience that uh, uh, looking at that person in a walker walking away and I did not do anything, it bothers me. If I froze up and and I think I'm still human. I'm thinking probably uh, I'm still, I'm still scared that what will happen if, we cannot if we move in we move her in the apartment and she will not move out so we st- i'm still human that have worries but i should not take that out when she called me back she did not give up she did the apartment i said like lord i gonna correct that i gonna help this person now i'm i'm not gonna make the same mistake again yeah. so she is very happy yeah, in that's, that that's a part of part of the whole journey here yeah. on this earth. You know, uh, there's no um, manual that we can pick up and and say one size fits all covers every situation. Here at the rescue mission, every single person that walks through that door or we meet out on the streets is a unique individual with the unique circumstances. We call them the homeless, but that's where it stops. Beyond that, it goes into every other situation you can find. And some people are ready to receive help. Some people are not ready. Some people are going to be ready tomorrow. Uh, you may not be ready, but the point is let's get ready and try to help people to get ready. That's what the rescue mission does, to be able to then connect people with you who then can take it to the next level. And so, and you're not talking like the rescue mission is a nonprofit um, faith-based organization that receives donations to do what we do because we don't charge any rent. You guys have the ability to charge a nominal rent, skin in the game, um, then to re invest that in a property to grow this thing. And so, wow, that's an awesome deal. And so, (laughs) and so, so, so if somebody, so you're actually trying to get a loan now for a million dollars, okay, to build this. But if somebody says, Hey, Redden, Mm -hmm. here's a million dollars. Would you take it? Yes. Okay. I would take just it. one no. Just one no. I don't have it, by the way. And I don't think Mary does. That's another 40 units to help our community. Okay. Because All right. it's just going to be, uh, I, I I know it's a million dollars. In 10 years, 20 years before, if somebody would say, hey, you're going to borrow one million dollars, they probably think we're crazy. Mm-hmm. But today but, it's not. But you cannot Doesn't stop. Doesn't buy as much as it used to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. cannot stop the purpose. You cannot stop the 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 way God gives you a purpose. I really do believe that. Um, uh, it we are so blessed that we feel that way. Uh, I know not a lot of people will feel that way because they're still looking for that for that feeling. Um, we saw a lot of um, we saw a lot of miracles in our lives that uh, we really believe that this is our calling. So we stay healthy. Um, I got high cholesterol before, but uh, I play golf. Um, I just wanna. What? I just wanna tell the landlords out there that we can still play no golf. No boat, but you play golf. Okay, all right. We can still play golf. If you, that's my exercise, though. I I, I don't have a very you expensive. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. have a very expensive clubs. But uh, but uh, what I let you know that God will find a way to have. He still give you time for yourself and to be happy, even though there's a lot of work. But. It's a service. It's not work. So once you do the service, you feel really good about yourself. What is the name of your company? 
we got few uh, uh the beginning is uh the Redden construction and property management i'm not supposed to put my name in there because we're glorifying the lord every time we're not supposed to do that you just need to know who to contact so yes. yeah. <laughs> but Fine. but legality we it's so hard to change That's our for marketing. LLC. yeah <laughs> so but uh we after that we believe that we don't need to put our name in it we want to make sure that everything we do we glorify god not ourselves because we're just he's just using us to serve the people so we have written construction property management we have um um north north topeka apartment llc we got villa pacific builders llc and what else and Cow, Cow Valley, Valley and Cow Valley Apartments LLC. Oh, you, got, you got several, several That's things so here. So mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and say, mm-hmm. Reden, got a million dollars for you, <laughs> what's the best one of those to get a hold of at? Yes, uh, if they they have a million dollars hidden in under the bed or behind <laughs> whatever, the walls, whatever. just pull it out, and we can serve our community. Yeah, you're not going to qualify where it's coming from, right? Yeah, under the bed, out of the bank, <laughs> and just yeah. As long as it's not a bank robber, yes, then yeah. you're okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, they can call me at eight one six seven one eight four nine three six, or they can email me at redenconstruction at gmail dot com. So maybe if somebody didn't have necessarily, we'll put this in our in our post here. Yes, um, information mm-hmm. how to get a hold of you if they yeah. want. So mm-hmm. maybe it's not a gift of a million dollars, but maybe somebody <laughs> wants to invest. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you willing to work with a private investor versus a financial institution? Sure. Uh, private investor and financial institution is kind of tricky. Uh, I know they need to get their uh, um, um, return of investment. That's mm-hmm. what you call them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of tricky because if you get your return of investment uh, right away, for example, hey, I need Within five years, I need to my money back. So mm-hmm. it put us a lot of pressure. Like, hey, we need to repay this guy. Otherwise, we're going to be, I don't know what they're going to do legally because uh, we promised that we're going to give him back in five years. So it's uh, kind of tricky. We, we cannot serve fully if we are pressured to pay the person back. But if we go like a bank or like, okay, bank, I know my wife's do the numbers, make sure mm-hmm. that we can pay. And we know in 15 years, 20 years, we can pay. Sure. We st- we will not gonna be blowing our heads because we worried that within five years we have to repay that right, back. Right, right. So we have a we have an investor. That's, IF- that's wise. Yeah, IFF mm-hmm. that they say like, hey, uh, I like your. Uh, we're gonna mention uh, Marsha Poe from uh, uh, Topeka, uh, Topeka Community Foundation. She lined up us with a, a, a potential funding for this. Mm-hmm. The IFF will provide most of the money, and I think. Uh, Topeka's uh, Community Foundation with Marsha Pope, they will provide some of it. That's mm-hmm. what she told us, and mm-hmm. very, we're very exciting about it mm-hmm. because now we have our community leaders like Barry and Marsha <laughs> and, and our local uh, uh, politicians, our, our local guy. leaders. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our local leaders behind this. So, 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 so an investor, like, a, like a, 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 a big investors, they want their return of their money quickly. Five years is the. I think that that's wise. I mean, you, you don't want to get ahead of yourself on this. You want to be able to do it the right way. And and, and it sounds like things are starting to fall in place here. Yes. And so you will need uh, city cooperation with uh, codes yes. and, and building yes. inspection and yes. all that kind of stuff. Um, hello out there, city of Topeka. <laughs> uh, this is a really important thing yes. to address the homeless issue. So yes. thank you very much for what you're going to do yes. um, to help these folks to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And we're obviously uh, making contacts for you and yes. as, you, as you go forward with this. Yeah. Because it's not a pipe dream. Right. It's a realistic um, yeah, a million dollars is a lot of money. 
any, anybody, <laughs> anybody's checkbook. But um, it's still something that has a phenomenal ability to return not only on its financial investment to investors, mm-hmm. but also to return with the lives changed. That's really what we're talking about here. Yes. And you guys have already shown us that. It's not something you started yesterday. It's something that you've been doing. I'm so glad that we had a chance to connect with you guys. Uh, we are we, we really consider you a partner. Matter of fact, we uh, we consider them a partner enough that we drew up a little Thank document, you. didn't we, Mary? <laughs> we you're going to be one of our, yeah, one of our <laughs> first people that we're going to refer people to <laughs> because it's not just about housing. It's about relationship and housing as a tool yeah. that God uses for us to get relationships going. Yes. You know, what you guys are, I just wrote down a few words. You're humble. Thank you. You're transparent. Thank you. You're exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Very exciting. You're compassionate and you're smart. Mm-hmm. And Thank you. you put all those things together to help people the way that God's called us to help people, then you're game changers. Yes. It's not us. Um, we, you, you know, we, we, we you, don't deserve it. I'm going to stop, stop right there. <laughs> no, you have given the Lord all the credit and we appreciate that. That's a humil- humble transparency, but you had to say yes. And I'm not taking anything away from God. You've had to say yes, because God, <laughs> he calls people, but not everybody comes, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Not everybody steps in there. God is the one who provides. And so, and I'm not taking anything away from the Lord, please. I'm not taking anything <laughs> from the Lord. I believe me. I walk through this every day. Uh-huh. But also, he has to have willing hearts, okay? And you um, don't deserve credit, but you deserve the recognition of saying yes, because here's what's going to happen. Not only going to help people here in the way that you're doing it, because you're saying, I want, Lord, I want to know what your will is. But one day, one day, he will say, well done. That's recognition. Well, thank you oh, very my much. My good and faithful servant. We're, we're praying for that. One day. Yes. Well, you know what? You can pray for it all you want, but just do it. <laughs> and that's what you're doing. It. Because he didn't say pray for it and then don't do nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What he yeah. said is, okay, pray for guidance, which mm-hmm. you do. And uh, I'm getting preachy here on our Miriam. So <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Just do it. That's you know, <laughs> love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. That's what you're doing. Yes. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure yes. that one out. Yeah. It's just doing it yeah. is the hard part. And you guys are saying we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna take him at his word. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're gonna love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We're gonna yeah. love our neighbors ourselves. Uh, all the all the commandments, all the law and the prophets, they rest on these two things. If you bypass that one, forget it. The rest of it's null and void. Yes. But what you guys are doing is you're doing the main thing, keeping the main thing the main thing. You're doing it very well. And so you get credit in the kingdom of God for that. Not that that's why you're doing it, not to hear well done. You hope that you'll hear that, but no, I got a feeling you're probably going to hear it probably a lot quicker than a lot of people because of what you are actually doing. So just rest in the fact that God called you to do it and you said yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. We, we have a little thing around here. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Y-E-S. Yes. You exemplify solutions. Yes. Oh. Aren't they yes people, Mary? They are yes. totally yes people. Yeah. So thank you totally. for being. When, when you, you when you shout out for the city planning in city of Topeka, mm-hmm. um, we already saw some miracles, Barry. Uh, we are applying for the zoning chains to build this 40-unit apartment. Mm-hmm. They are doing us a very big favor because we're supposed to follow all these requirements. Yeah. But they they uh, waived that requirements based like here then because we we don't have a lot of money so we told them like hey uh the the uh stormwater management design can we do that when with the zoning change so that after the zoning change when we go to a construction um a pace they said like we're not doing this to anyone this is new to us like so now they understood that this is for the community so they set that aside mm. so uh, we are the only developer i believe or landowner that 
trying to build this 40-unit apartment, but they considered us already. Because you're doing it the right way. That's right. And for the right reasons. We and, told them that... And, and our city leaders love people like you. Yeah, we told them that uh, we we are we promise to protect the safety of the of the people in in around the property. Yeah. We we promise to protect the safety of them while very determined to serve the community. Yes. So we told them that that tell us what to do when in going mm-hmm. to the construction phase because the loan, um, the loan the IFF is is asking us like you did not even have changed the the zoning yet. Now you're asking one million dollars. Like calm down, calm down. We're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get it. Calm down. Yeah. So after that, then we can tell them like, hey, we got the zone changed now because the, the 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 location is commercial. Now we have to do a residential to build this. And then we, my call in city planning is very very flexible. Like he understood the purpose of it, and then um, we we pitched to him in the office. It's unusual. We told him what we pitched to you guys before, and he's like, "That's amazing!" So, yeah. like, hey, so so we want to make sure that the people around us for this project fully understood what we're what they're what they're I, getting. I, into. I think people are excited to be a part of what you're doing because, again, it's a game changer, and and God is making a way for you. He's opening up doors. You know, He called Noah again to do an amazing thing that uh, he had never done before, and Noah said, "Okay." And so he stepped out to be able to build this big boat and got took care of the rest of everything, the supplies, mm-hmm. yep. the protection. He actually brought him some company while he was on that boat for about 40 days and 40 nights. Um, and, uh, and the company was in all kinds of furry things and flying things. Mm-hmm. And so he made a way for a greater purpose than we can even imagine. Yes. And that's where you guys are at. So, guys, it's been great to have you on the podcast yes. today. We're very and blessed. Just, uh, you, you want to spread joy, and I, I'm feeling pretty joyful today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, just uh, just knowing that we have people like you in our community. Thank you for saying yes to come to the United States. Thank you for saying Yes, to come to Topeka, Kansas. Thank you for saying yes to get into that old place over there yes. and to live there for a while. You know what people are experiencing because you've been there and you're trying to make a difference in their lives, just as you have made in our lives here today and everybody's listening. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission. You heard from incredible neighbors, uh, Raden and Dina today, who are out there on the front lines, um, who are making a difference in people's lives, uh, one person at a time, to provide them a place a forever home um, and to know that they really belong there because of their hearts. If you'd like more information about the Topeka Rescue Mission, you can go to trmonline.org, trmonline.org. If you'd like to know more about um, how to get a hold of these two people, uh, we're going to have that posted on our uh, Facebook uh, so that you can uh, find out maybe uh, you're one of those people that uh, can open up some more doors for them. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission.